Good morning. And get up. Now count me in. Hey, uh, Hughie and Darren, welcome to the podcast. Uh, vapes, are they illegal? If, if so, why? Is, why so, so confusing. Have them? It's crazy. It's like I know that Elbo, our prime minister, has come up really. He's against vaping. Yeah. It's like. People are meant to be going to jail, but the shops just keep popping up left, right, and centre. Six and a half thousand in New South Wales alone. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's cra- that is crazy. That is crazy, mm-hmm. yeah. I think about that. That's, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's quite a lot. The Husey, Ed and Aaron podcast. Uh, extraordinary stat uh, on the front of the Daily Tally, Aaron, involving tobacconists and what leap in uh, amount of tobacconists is in Sydney. What is, what's the stat? 50% increase in the number of retailers selling vapes or e-cigarettes since 2018. So they reckon around six and a half thousand shops are selling vapes in New South Wales. They're also selling cigarettes as well. Mm-hmm. Remember when we had a go, mm-hmm. we were making fun of Tommy Lee complaining about how expensive cigarettes were in Australia and then we had people call us and everyone basically said they got their cigarettes from uh, tobacconists and they were all paying 10 or $15 a pack. Mm. Which, which is means that, super cheap because I was yeah. paying more than that when I smoked bloody back no, in 2001. It means it's illegal. It means yes. they're getting dodgy cigarettes which are, uh, you know, bypassing the taxes. So, mm-hmm. and that's what's going on. That's why all these tobacconists are in, in are, are mm, going. Mm, it's that and the vapes. They mm. also did a little test where they went into a shop and he said, no, no, we don't sell any of that here, not available. And then the next day someone went in secretly and bought vapes and cigarettes. So a lot of the retailers are very dodgy. Yeah, well. They yeah, have to be. <laughs> it's illegal. Exactly. And that's why they're all getting firebombed. Yeah. <laughs> it's Look, crazy. That's, nah, it's one way to deal with it. So sh- now, who... <laughs> Who's vaping? Who's smoking? You've given it up, Husey, some I time have. ago. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I know what it's like to be addicted to vapes. I got a, addicted at the age of 51. You did. But I have given it up and I will never vape again in my life. Yeah, well your done. daughters did a beautiful little kind of presentation for you to show you the evil of your ways. Plus, yeah, you I, got threatened with the sack here because you kept vaping yeah, in studio. But I look, I, that wasn't really the issue. No, I know the I joy, know you though. Didn't care. <laughs> the joy of the vape. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Who, who's Still feeling that joy. Uh, Megan from North Sydney smokes and vapes. Yeah, yeah, I, I do both. I do both. Ooh. There's yeah. a lot of joy there, isn't there, Megan? Do you know what? I just, I genuinely started vaping because I thought that I could give up the cigarettes and I'd be socially vaping and I would smell a cigarette and it wasn't the same as having a vape. Like the oh. nicotine, like as, as much as all these new vapes say that they've got nicotine in them, they didn't. And so every time I had a chance to smoke, I would smoke cigarettes outside or smoke cigarettes whilst drinking. And wow. when I'm laying in bed, the first thing I reach for is my vape. So like yeah, an indoor the... activity, it, it's like I, I went mm. to give up one thing and, you know. Now you got an, an you just gained an extra thing. Up, yeah, now I've just gained another ex- more expensive habit. Like, But what about the fact that Anthony Albanese, the Prime Minister, is saying that it's all illegal now? Have you followed the laws and the fact that you're not meant to be able to buy <laughs> vapes? Um, They make it too easy. Like, isn't yeah, the law changed? Were you meant to have a prescription? I, 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 I'm actually not aware of if the law has changed. Like, I just, yeah, I've heard so many not. things about it's on, it's off, it's bad for yeah. your children, it's better so for There's you. no it's clarity. Like, there's no, and people, you can, no yes, you said. You have a prescription. Get it so easily. I've but you're not it. meant to be able to, you're not meant to be able to buy them without a prescription. Is that, is that come in or not? 
Mate, I don't know. Well, who I don't else vape? Is vaping? There's so many. The people law changes ban the importations of all disposable vapes, regardless of whether they contain nicotine. There's been long been illegal for the nation's 7,000 convenience stores to sell vapes containing nicotine. It's Ill- so it's illegal. What, what, Lydia, are you, are you buying these vapes from tobacconists? Yes, I am. Are you a criminal? <laughs> I think you are. I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe I think you, you are, are now. I think or, it's illegal. No, no. Or, is, oh, or are well, they the, the criminals? The way they hand it to you makes you feel like a, a criminal because they're oh, putting do they it do in it? Like plastic bags and brown paper bags. Oh, so they're pretty... acting like they know they're not meant to do it. They're doing it yeah. on the sly. Yeah, right. No, she might yeah. not be the criminal. It might be them. No. <laughs> yeah, but if you buy something illegal, aren't you also a criminal? There's a big billboard that says that you can go to jail now. I saw it. It was it was put up by the, well, it is illegal the vaping to, lobby. It is illegal to display, advertise, or promote e-cigarettes. You don't mind right. if we pass your details on to the police? <laughs> this has been a sting. This is a sting, Lydia. This is a sting. <laughs> I think it's illegal to sell it without a they prescription. Are, yeah, they are a prescription so only. So it's no, illegal. They are, they are but everyone does it. Everyone, everyone I see is vaping everywhere. Everyone's a criminal. We're not going to have the jail capacity. <laughs> Turn the vape stores into jail. Today FM. What makes Novak Djokovic the best tennis player of all time? Is it his uh, fitness? Is it mm-hmm. his other stuff? No. Nah. You don't think you're talking about his mental dexterity, his commitment, his passion, his natural talent and ability, his dedication, his parents who took him to lessons when he was younger. Not, none of that. It's his spe- it's his fifteen year special relationship with a Melbourne tree. Hey, let's let him tell us, shall we? Oh. There's one particular tree that I've been uh, having special relationship with, so to say, in the last fifteen years. <laughs> I cannot reveal which one. No, <laughs> I try to keep it, you know, discreet for myself when I'm there to have my own time. And um, yeah, I just like to connect, ground myself, and connect with that old friend. You know, I, I remember reading about a story in Britain where a man was having a relationship with a tree and got arrested, mm. you know, and so... I don't know mm. if Novak's doing the same thing to his tree that man was doing to his. <laughs> like, there's a lot of roots and there's a lot of, there's a lot of nooks and that? crannies. Because <laughs> um, so, he's also had a relationship with a Bosnian pyramid. Novak well, you know did. What? Yeah, there's a, there's a, uh, I thought I was right. In t- this is an old story about the miraculous energy of the controversial site uh, in Bosnia, of the Bosnian alien pyramid, where Novak would go underneath it to receive its powers. Yeah. So he's got form. Okay, you know, so he's, he likes... he's crazy, is what we're saying. Oh, he's that... Whoa. You know what? Whoa. Have he's you got crazy. 10, have you won 10 Australian Opens? Yeah. No, you haven't. Yeah, I have actually. No, I just well, like obviously... to keep it private. Well, he is a superstar and I'm all for this. Mm-hmm. And I think we all should connect with pyramids. They're hard to find. You <laughs> yeah, can, maybe. You can there is find... that one in Sydney as you're driving where the, um, near where the Greyhounds or the harness racing used to be, Ed, up on that hill past the airport as you're heading towards Canberra. Yeah, you mean... Uh, oh, God, it's a pyramid up on a hill. Pyramids yeah. if you want to. Uh, and but you know what? Although I believe that might just be dirt from the highway. I think it's dirt from the highway, but it's in a yeah. great shape. <laughs> or whatever. You know what? <laughs> Trees, I think, are more special than pyramids. Well, Sorry. Why don't you go get, in, get stuck into a tree? Yeah, I'm find a tree go you to like. Centennial for, Park and get stuck in today. I'm forever thinking trees Actually, are great. Do you know who I, I last saw hugging a tree? Zoe, who used to be of this fine chapel. Zoe Sheridan. Zoe yes. Sheridan. When I saw her at Centennial Park, she was like embracing yeah, I, a tree. Yeah, I was there. She was chanting. You were there because we were running yeah. with Tia, Nathan Cleary's ex-friend. Girlfriend. Yes, absolutely. 
So, and I don't know where Zoe is now, but I'm sure her life is great. Haven't heard from Zoe. In fact, I ran into Hugh Sheridan and Zoe's daughter on the Virgin cruise I went on, and they say she's doing brilliantly. Life's really improved since she left. Exactly. So, if you want to right now, Erin, just walk out that door, (laughs) find a tree. Don't let that hit you on the ass on the way out. No dramas, bro. The M7 pyramid it is, and you'll find Erin underneath it. Permanently from now on, given I won't be working here. This is the Husey, Ed and Erin podcast. Uh, Husey, uh, hey, welcome to the podcast. Now, two of our team members, they live together, they work together, they love together. And is it a bit much? Yeah. and uh, I don't think so, but I know you two are very much not on board. But also, yeah, there's going to be some really interesting information coming up here. Oh, yeah. But there's going to be a scoreboard that's going to be put up in our... No, that's... Well, we can yeah, do gonna, that. No, that's, you well, don't want to miss this, basically. Yeah, yeah. Me Too movement might kill a bit of it for us moving on, but that's cool. Yeah, but it's their story. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but it was their story as well. <laughs> <laughs> The Husey, Ed and Erin podcast. The Husey, Ed and Erin podcast. Uh, we've got a great, we've got a great team here at Husey and Erin, don't best. we? It's the, the best. Some people come, some people go. Uh, actually, the retention rate's very high here. We actually yeah. legitimately, retention is high. That's true. It actually so, is, yeah. Nick has been pushing our buttons for a, a number of years now. Nick, how long have you been here for? Uh, this is the third year, my friend. Right. So Nick uh, is a, a class operator, and he started going out with uh, a beautiful woman how long ago, Nick? First uh, time. Two, well, two years we, uh, we hooked up for the first time. About two years ago. Mm, yeah. And then yeah. you had a little break because you moved to Sydney. Yeah, and we went official about a year ago now. Yeah. Yeah, I knew uh, this person before I knew you, Nick, because mm-hmm. she was a producer, Ed, for us yep. a number of years ago. Yep. Her name is Tony. Tony, you applied for a job with this show, this current f- show, recently, didn't you? Yes, yeah. Now executive producer here. I used to work with you guys maybe about five years ago, six years ago. Yeah. So when the job came up, as it was advertised, uh, did Nick say to you, hey, there's a job going at work, honey, why don't you apply? He did. he certainly did. He was the one that brought the the job to me. It's going to be awkward for the other people here who were very keen on it, Nick. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bryce, are you having a baby? (laughs) His girlfriend. So... Uh, did you, Tony, think, oh, maybe it's a bit weird working with my boyfriend and then, you know, seeing him all the time? Correct. I said to him, I've asked him maybe about four or five times before, like, I got the job. I was like, are you sure? Are <laughs> but you like sure a girl ask or a real no, ask? No, like a real ask. Like, are yeah, you right. sure you're cool with this? Because it's a lot of time together. Technically, I am your boss. So, like, this oh, is, it's yes, a bit I love that. That's Didn't great. Take long. I was about to say, I hadn't thought about it like that. Yeah. But you clearly have, Tony. I sure have. Absolutely. <laughs> I did. Well, well so, and, so it's been a week now. Uh, yeah. Have Have you actually had to have a go at Nick yes, in that week? Day one. <laughs> day oh, she yeah. said, darling, she said, darling, that's no, often the blow. It. No, day one, Nick gave me some information that was incorrect. But mm. of course I then and just said, because I've got no mind of my own. No, absolutely. I said it on air and then Tony, I walked out of the studio and Tony said, that was wrong. You weren't meant to say that. Oh, that's not how And I, I said, Nick told me that I was oh. allowed to. 
And then t- Tony walked into the studio and said, darling, that was wrong. So she did say <laughs> darling. She yeah, did I do say darling. I remember the darling. Yeah, I remember the darling. The wording was, what happened there, darling? <laughs> I didn't like the tone. <laughs> this is going to go really well. <laughs> Out of the two of you, who, who do you think has had a better week? Or who's in, Nick? Well, your Nick, your life has both of your lives have changed a lot. Nick, how do you feel in rel, in relation to how you used to feel at work? Do you feel exactly the same? I feel exactly <laughs> the same, if not happier, Hughes. You're a shadow of your former <laughs> So just you for an have... example, before the break, for those still hanging on, and we thank you for it, listening, Ed made a joke about only one of the two of them being happy about this situation. And Nick, because he's, you know, would that's normally, very funny, he started normally, to laugh yes. heavily. Yes. And then I saw his eyes dart out to the executive <laughs> producer chair and the laughter it stopped. Stop. Pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but Ed has been against this since the yes, start. Let's Ed's, be honest. Ed just thinks every man should just be single and not living in a hellhole relationship, even though I your relationship is beautiful. Both. I love them both individually. He I love want that they're together. Coupled up. But he you've also it's... moved in together, and so now you're seeing each other 24 hours a day. Do you want a and... rundown of yesterday, mate, what that yes. looks like? Yes, yeah, I do. The Let alarm goes off at 3.30. We... Oh. Do you kiss before you get out of bed? Yeah, we had yeah. a little kiss, brush our teeth together, drive to work together, <laughs> go to work together, go home together, have nice. a nap together. I then wake up before tones. I go and sit on the couch. I reckon two minutes I'm there. And then I hear this sort of like a whimpering. <laughs> and just hear this. Why do you hate me? Yeah. I then go back into bed. We then go to the beach together. We cook dinner together. We go to sleep together. I'm sorry. He's glossing over the fact that I had an hour phone call with a friend Mm -hmm. and and I come in after the hour phone call and he's like, you were on the phone for so long. Oh, man. He missed you. Yeah. Oh, this is beautiful. It was inside. You know what? I am so happy for you two. I think this is brilliant and I can't see any outstanding issues. Can can we get can we get people to call us who are who do this? Do you work with your partner? Do you work with your partner or have you And how long have you been divorced? (laughs) Thank you so much. So thirteen ten sixty lines are open. Do you work with your partner? You you, Nick, I think Tony, I think you've been good for him. I think he's more focused on his work now, to be honest. Really focused on his work. (laughs) His timing, everything's been so much better. But 24-7 with your partner. It's happened to our man Nick. He presses the buttons. He's uh, lived a double life for a couple of years now. His work life and then his home life. But now it's all one. And he's online. (laughs) That could could still be going. Now he'll be more into that now given the work life's gone. So true. (laughs) So... Nick, you're happy that you're you're working with your partner, aren't you? I'm very happy, mate. It's been one week. It's been very smooth. Um, Yeah, no, it's been lovely. Actually, we forgot to mention the New Year's resolution the two of you had just quickly. Are you allowed to mention that on air? Yeah, well, we're just, every day we're going to try to make love. Make love. Yeah. 365 times and they have a tally at home. You know what? And no, how, I, I and had how, no idea about that, but I guessed I, I already. I didn't know that. No, but I could guess. <laughs> that, that, those two. But how many is it? Put everyone each, to shame. But with each other? Like, is that, like, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's only Nick's a couple with each tallies. other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I do have a diary going, so it's very unsexy after making oh, love I to then. I love that. Excuse me one so second. So right. you're. All right. So I'll be writing it down to keep it accurate. Yeah. So, all right. So let's. Now we've opened that <laughs> can of worms. So where are we at now? What date is it? It's the 19th. 
So how many it's times the have we done it? I reckon. So it's it's 365 over the entire year. So, so you some can days have we a, can do a couple. Yeah. So, you know, so what are we up to now? I reckon we're up to, so it's the 19th. I think we're up yeah. to about 12, 13. So we're a little bit behind. Oh, you're behind oh, already. Yeah, we've got yeah. a bit of work to do this weekend. Oh, I'm disappointed. I yeah, thought you'd too. be that's, ahead of the tally. That's tragic. <laughs> Seriously, there's someone you're working could get together now. You, you, you're, you're less got, likely to. But I don't like it. It's also summer. This was not. Oh, yeah, I don't oh, like it. This is bad. <laughs> you guys need to really step it up. Yeah. We're going to keep. We're going to keep. Uh, if you don't you mind, can bring on... the tally in here. If you don't mind, we'll put it up on the board. Can we? I think so. Yeah. I think it's something we should all get heavily invested in. <laughs> like an advent calendar. Can we, have our own, can we do our own tellers? Oh, Tones was sick, like... she's saying. I mean, I don't know. Sick. Sounds sus. Yeah. Headache. Was she sick? Yeah, she had a bit yeah. of gastro. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. no, I get that then. Yeah. So? <laughs> That's unbelievable. Uh, anyway, let's talk to okay, people. Yeah. Yeah. Angela. Now, do you, is this, you worked with your partner. Yes. Okay. I and how'd it go? I met my partner through work. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you yeah, go. Right. Well, yeah. that's sort of, that, that's understandable. A lot of that would happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So That's how most are, people do. Yeah, so we met and we worked together for two years and then we went to different stores. Where did you work, then, Ange? Pardon? Where did you work? Uh, Coles. Coles, lovely, yep. Yeah. And so, then, yeah, we went to different stores and then once we started dating, we actually, um, we actually went to the same store, transferred to the same store, and loved working together. And then yep. he decided he needed to change, so he left, but I'm still there. And we worked together at that store for three years. So do you reckon he left uh, Coles? He left the whole company, did he? He did. He's back. Oh, he's, he's back. But he's but he's not working with you again, or is he in the same no, store? he's at a different yeah. store. All right. So do you reckon he left Coles to get away from you? Um, I don't think so. I think he just needed a change at that point. Yeah. Yeah. We both, we both loved working together, but, but he yeah, didn't come back and did. he didn't yeah. come back to the same store as you though, did he? No, no. Mm. Yeah. I see where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> well, Vicky. Vicky. Not your... current husband. Oh, the oh, old husband. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yep. Oh, dear. Um, yeah. So we worked together. We had a business together. We got married, uh, fairly young and, um, my husband wanted, we had a business together, but he wanted me to work in the office with him, which I wasn't really keen on doing at first. Um, it was great then for probably about a year. Um, so we'd go to the office together and we'd have lunch Cute. and, you know, we'd talk about what we're going to have for dinner that night and cook it together and everything. So and then, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was good for about a year and then I couldn't stand the sight of him and he couldn't stand the sight of me 24-7. <laughs> yeah. We were just, we just started nitpicking and it was just, it, I think it, it caused our divorce about Thank 10 you. years yeah. later. Yeah. 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 That's so, beautiful. Thank you so much, Vicky. It's probably, yeah, all right. Well, 100% of calls have broken up. <laughs> so if you, but what we're saying is if you're keen on nick or tones. <laughs> Just hang on. Just probably wait. probably going to be back. <laughs> <laughs> Today FM. So Gladiators is back on TV. 7.30 tonight on 10 and 10 play. It's not again tonight, is it? Friday. Well, that's what it says. My yeah, Lord. Every night. A bit of action, yeah. Huge. Action, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's come back bigger and better than ever. Oh, that's with a hard the... one to say next to the man whose wife was a big star in the first series, just saying. I know. That, but, I mean, Equally it, it, Tiffany, as good. Well, it, it led to Ed Cavalier meeting the love of his life and the fact they've got now two beautiful children. Without Gladiators, you might have never, ever met Tiffany Hall. Is that right? 100%, because I interviewed her on the set of Gladiators. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. Oh. Oh, 
I God, wanted I Vulcan, that. but he All right, so it's back bigger <laughs> and different than ever. Okay. But you know what? Uh, there's been a big injury happen in one of the f- in the opening week. Uh, a great Australian, Jet Kenny, aka Viking, young, fit, strong, handsome man from good stock. This is him <laughs> in his opening uh, scene. We believe from his time on Gladiator. Have a listen. Viking has a problem, a big problem. Hey, Viking's down. The gladiator with a wounded arm or shoulder being inspected as he lays prone on the mat. (laughs) Prone. It looked really, really painful, and he joins us now. Welcome to the show, Jet. How are we? Hey, Jet. More importantly, how are you? Oh, look, I'm great, honestly. I heard that... uh, um, Hughes and I are actually cut from the same cloth oh, in the no, sense that we yeah, both no, sustain shoulder injuries. Whoever's, whoever's briefed you, Jet, they've no, no, led no, no, Honestly, let's just play this out, Jet. Now, since I did my shoulder surfing on New Year's Eve, I dislocated my shoulder. I was, It was out for two hours. I now know the misery and the agony of a shoulder dislocation. Is this your first shoulder dislocation? It actually was, but I've I've had a tear and a cyst in the back of my shoulder for about four or five years. So this just aggravated an old injury, which was no fun. But I know it's not a competition in cases oh, of no, it dislocations. Is. But mine was actually out for four hours. So yours was out for four hours. Yeah, and I had to go under to get it put back in because the bone had jammed back up into the bottom of my shoulder. Um, All right, that's, so, that's yeah, longer than was, two hours, but yeah. Now, you were on a set and you had med- – because it's a dangerous show. If people haven't seen Gladiators, mm. there is a chance that at any moment either the Gladiators or the contestants can get severely injured. It's hard to believe it's actually allowed on TV anymore, to be honest. about that. So, but, but Jet, <laughs> how long before you got the green whistle, which is the pain relief which everyone needs if you have a severe injury? How long was it? Uh, look, I, I was on the green whistle probably about – 10 minutes afterwards. Um, See. But then I had to wait. go to the hospital, though. Yeah, but I had to wait two hours for the whistle, yeah. mate. Can you imagine uh, having to wait two hours for the whistle? Well, to be fair, in my defense, I didn't really want the whistle because you didn't want the whistle. otherwise so I would have had to wait to drive to the hospital yeah. to get my shoulder put so back in brave, so I could get yeah. back in and get back on the battlefield, yeah. basically. So mate, brave. I, yeah. I saw how much agony you were in. Are you telling me that in that 10 minutes of agony that you clearly were in and they brought over the whistle, you tried to get them to take it away? No, it was nothing, honestly. That's why I walked off to the to the medics. <laughs> so I didn't get brave. wheeled out in a didn't get wheeled out in a wheelchair like Leo did last night. Yeah. But um, yeah, you're and, so and brave. Like, like you said before, <laughs> these injuries happen, and um, look, I remember Ed calling us the uh, Aldi Avengers when the cast first got announced. So maybe we're not <laughs> as strong. Would you have as we said think. that, mate? No, I stand by. <laughs> that. What have you said? No, yeah. I stand by that. <laughs> no, <laughs> look, you gave me this massive rap in the intro about how strong and everything I was, no. and you saw, saw me fall over and my shoulder popped out. So. <laughs> Look, maybe I'm not all that. Jet, I'm so just jealous. Is your shoulder, <laughs> is it good now or not? Where's it at now? Look, it's it's come a long way. I After the show was finished filming, I went and got surgery on it because I figured Jeez. I want my shoulder to be better than it was. And I uh, went and saw one of the best shoulder surgeons in Sydney and he reassured me that if my shoulder was to pop out again, it's more likely that I've been hit by a truck and I'm probably not with this not with this world anymore, so um, my shoulder will be bigger <laughs> wow. and better than Jet, ever. Can I just ask this? So your shoulder went out, obviously you had the green whistle, you went to hospital. How quickly were you back on set sort of performing again? Wow. How quick? I was, I was back that afternoon. I didn't compete 
the, for the rest of the night. I just got to sit on the sidelines and watch, and then um, yeah, made a made a comeback two episodes later. Just a few few Panadol and Nurofen later, actually and sort fighting of death. Yeah, it was it was funny. Hang on, it's how, just, how many days later were you were you fighting again? Just two days. Oh, wow, that's brilliant! Thanks, yeah, Jed. I, I, I wish I could. I wish I could have continued on, and I got put. I got put on the wall. Uh, had to climb up, and thankfully Leo didn't get too far up the wall, so I didn't have to climb that far. And two days Leo later, he's back dislocating his shoulder as well. So oh, he did um, as well. Was, was it revenge? Did I did I dislocate his shoulder because he I dislocated mine earlier? Was we'll he, never know. Was he straight on the green whistle? Yeah, yeah, and he got wheeled oh, out in a wheelchair. So how look, many whistles have you got in there? <laughs> yeah, seven thirty tonight. Just listen to the shoulders pop, and then enjoy the green whistle. Thank you, uh, Viking, aka Jet Kenny. Seven thirty tonight, your gladiators and ten play. Today FM. Uh, excuse you, Darren. Uh, hello, lovely to have you with us. Um, showbiz <laughs> is coming up, as is a montage that uh, Aaron's put together of yep. a of a of a complainer. Not a complainer, someone, no. who, an endurer, someone an who okay. goes through a, a tragic accident, as it was described on one of the uh, news websites that reported on the story. I think they were directly quoting you. No, I was not directly quoted. I Look, I took a couple of photos, put them on Instagram, had no idea that everyone was going to pick up on it. Uh, <laughs> poor thing. Forced you to do TV yeah, you now, oh, you, Your really privacy was invaded. <laughs> you poor thing. Poor Today's thing. show called. I, I said, all right. Terrible. Yeah, all right. Do you want me to do it from the beach? They yeah, said, sure. And then, go. But then it was raining on the beach. They said, oh, we need to bring it inside. I said, all right, bring it inside. But I bet they the said, look, the we can actually look. It might be a bit too. No, I'll do anything, 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 anything. Look, I asked my wife, should I do it? And she said, oh, do whatever you like. I couldn't care less. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. The Husey, Ed and Aaron podcast. The Husey, Ed and Aaron podcast. Taylor Swift unamused by Golden Globes host Joe Coy. Kim Kardashian freaks out after using the aging filter. It's showbiz. A Philadelphia jeweler has offered Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift a free engagement ring worth $1 million for when they decide to get engaged. This is the bloke. Have a listen. This is him doing one of his videos. He loves TikTok. Oh, hi. It's me, Steven Singer. The I hate Steven Singer guy. Why am I the most hated jeweler in America? We're giving away one carat lab-grown diamonds for free. Don't get fooled. Buy a real diamond from a real jeweler. Steven Singer jeweler. Yeah, so anyway, whatevs. He is obviously just looking for a headline, and congratulations, Stephen. He got one, but it did remind me of the fact that this can actually be quite effective for jewelers because I was at the first uh, time my ex-partner and I went to an event together we ran into the woman who eventually gave him my engagement ring because she came up and said the exact thing to him, gave him a card and said, when you're ready to propose and get engaged, call me. Gave him the card and it worked because he did. And obviously the marriage didn't work. That but was you a had epic a, failure. Yeah, but, but you got a beautiful her, daughter out of it. Absolutely. So, yeah. And her, her brashness paid off. Cold calling. Absolutely. This also works. We're in in Los Angeles, my wife and I, and she said, uh, we'd been to the gym and she said, let's go out. I said, great. And we went into a shop and the man opened the door and then locked it behind us uh, with a security uh, pass. Yeah. 
And I said, where are we? And, uh, we sat down and she said, we're in an engagement ring shop. And I wasn't allowed. The door was not going to be unlocked until I bought one. <laughs> she knew what she wanted. So that also, oh, that also works. Yeah. Wow. Kidnapping that's works too. So romantic. Yeah. Yeah, but you're still together. <laughs> I know that was my first wife. Yeah. I was about <laughs> to say. <laughs> so yeah, there yeah. you go. That's beautiful. What about G Flip though? G Flip, oh, the Australian yeah. artist who, what did she do? She did a, a version. Of Cruel Summer? Yes. What is it for? It's called Like a Version. It's some... Triple... Some, uh, another radio station. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So she did... This is her... There she is. The banging, she's banging the drums and she's singing. And so Taylor Swift saw it. Online, I imagine. Yeah. She probably wasn't there, was she? No, no, no. She saw it online. She yeah. they posted it. I would have tagged. Everyone would have tagged her in it, I'm sure. And then she liked it. And then G-Flip has lost her mind over the fact that Taylor Swift liked uh, G-Flip's version of Cruel Summer. Yes. Yeah. And as, as she was crying and... She's done all the TVs, did the project, I think, last night, did the Today Show this morning. She's really excited. That's the power of Taylor Swift, isn't it? If Taylor Swift just has to press like with mm. her one finger, one I imagine... people. Yeah, well, my, one well, we're going to assume that Taylor did it herself, wouldn't she? I guess I mean, from my perspective, like, it sounds, I don't mean to be, like, it's funny because my first thought was when I saw how excited G-Flip was and crying, which is amazing because, I mean, I'd cry too if Taylor Swift liked my video, mm. but it made me go, oh, like, she's not as big a star as I thought, G-Flip. Like, it's almost <laughs> like that, the fact she was so excited lessens her star power in my both, eyes. Because they're both. Like, well, that's on what the I would have thought yeah, that she, she that yeah, she, she would be like, oh, of course, Tay Tay you know liked my video. We're equals. We're both performers. Oh, but I hear you what know? you're saying, but let's live in the real world. That and and let's be honest. Oh, sorry, if it, what well, wasn't really right in the ad break, but whatevs. No, I I agree. I said I agree. <laughs> I said I agree. Yeah, it, and it's but not when, a criticism but, of her. It's just but, my immediate. That's what I thought. But when we think about it, if if Taylor Swift liked something, I know if Taylor Swift liked something I did, I would be really excited and let everyone know. Yeah, but and you're I'm, not a big star, so I wouldn't. <laughs> I already think less of you. <laughs> you also read out text messages from Russell Crowe that no one else got a about. series of messages Does Russell from Russell. Know that you share every message on air. No, he doesn't know. So, and I don't think he should know. He's right now in Queensland. So. Yeah. Ah, uh, but I've got a heap of messages. Do you want me to read them? <laughs> He's a hard man, Russell Yeah, I'm Crow. sorry, there isn't time. This is the Husey, Ed and Erin podcast. So uh, I, I'm very focused on people's shoulders this week. We know you that. Are. So we had Jet Kenny on, who's a gladiator in the new series of Gladiator on mm-hmm. Channel 10. He dislocated his shoulder in his first interaction with mm-hmm. one of his contestants. Mm-hmm. Then he, he told us... Didn't he? That then he two days later he got back on. Yes, in, and he dislocated the shoulder of the con- another contestant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was wheelchaired out. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> God. So Russell Crowe has been reaching out to me, and I'm mean, all right. It's happened. I'm not G Flip. All right, so I'm just trying to tell you that Russell. 
was mm-hmm. interested in my shoulder dislocation. Yeah, really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I and Ed, you reminded me that Russell also had a shoulder injury when he was filming one of his films, preparing for Cinderella Man, Aaron, the one where he played you a boxer. Know this stuff. I just I I don't know. God, I remember seeing an interview with him where he talked about how he injured it before filming and as a boxer and still had to go through with it. So, yeah, wow. so stupidly, Aaron, I told Husey that. No, and what do you, you think? Told of course, me, he I used texted it to his power and benefit to oh, pretend just, that he's invested. Can I, I am invested. No, you, actually, and I, you are invested, but to pretend that he's researched. All right. So I texted Russell Crowe. I said, great stuff. Uh, you about his gig he's got on tonight in, in Gold Coast. You injured a shoulder for Cinderella Man, yeah? Uh, two hours till I got the green whistle. He said, this is what Russell said. After he said, I boxed another three minute round after the subluxation before we went to find a doctor. No green whistle at all. Then I had to fly to Melbourne for the op because I was under an $80 million sort of Damocles. Yeah, sort of Damocles. Trying to ensure the production could go ahead. My first rehab session was the afternoon of the operation day. We had to ensure no scar tissue buildup. Then he said, I'm an idiot. I couldn't let the guy I was in the ring with know he'd hurt me. Couldn't use my left arm, but managed to draw blood with my, a right uppercut. For some reason, that made it fair in my mind. Idiot. Gosh. Ha ha. What a hard man. Jeez, hard. I, I God, again hard. ask how comfortable he'd be with you reading out his text. Then he said, I was in the fourth month of boxing <laughs> training. That's more. Different mindset. Would not be able to muster the stoicism these days. Okay. You know what? I'm sick to death of this. Um, you need to, mm-hmm. A, stop stealing my friends, and B, stop bringing up your shoulder. We get it. You hurt your shoulder. It is, it is, I, I've gotten the team to put together a little compilation of the ways in which, and look, this, this mm-hmm. just keep in mind, we've done segments on your shoulder, right? So we've done maybe three or four actual segments dedicated to your injury, your mm-hmm. surfing lesson injury, and they're not included in this. These really? are some of the ways in which you have brought your shoulder up through completely unrelated. <laughs> Let me just run off a list and have a little listen. Battle of the Burbs Caller, the start of every show. During an interview with guest Hugh Whitfield. How the hell you did that? I've got no idea. During a chat with guest Lana Rogers. Intro to Hugh Whitfield. Liz Ellis. Premier Chris Minns. You are a sad, sad little man. Take a listen. Head, shoulders, knees and toes. Look, I've got to get this straight out. I have had a major injury, which did make the news. Injured my shoulder in a horrific surfing accident. Shoulders. Have you been concerned about my shoulder, Courtney? I did see it on the Daily Mail. Yeah, it absolutely went everywhere. I've never had a news event like it. Shoulders. Shout out to Erin Mullen, who just put my headphones on. I appreciate that. She's doing that because of my shoulder injury. Uh, happened in a tragic accident. Shoulders. I had an incident uh, on the... God help me. No, I did. And I he'll, he'll weave this into every single segment. I've never had more people talk to me about anything in my life. Shoulders. Anyway, like me when I was, yeah. No, when I was had my shoulder dislocated. It's another example. Of me talking about my dislocated shoulder. Yeah, all right. Shoulders. Ash, have you ever dislocated your shoulder? Multiple times. The worst pain you've ever had in your whole life. Oh, definitely. Thank you. And that was edited down for about six hours of raw audio. Yeah, but we have been back on air for a long time this year. A week. A week. Yeah, a full week. <laughs> 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 Not, four days. No public holiday. <laughs> Today FM.